Today's guest is a spiritual life coach, a teacher, entrepreneur, the creator of the Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness podcast, and the author of the book, Beautifully Broken. Welcome to Mirror Talk Podcast, Melissa. How are you doing? I'm so great. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for joining me today on this episode. For myself and for listeners out there, can you share a little bit about yourself and your great work? Sure. So um, I am a mom of twins who are now 19, and I'm also a German teacher by day, and I started my own podcast and my business about three years ago. I went through what I would call a spiritual awakening, and I thought, I don't, there has to be more to life than just this. You know, I'm not serving people the way that I want to. And so I started going through some healing for myself, healing old past emotional wounds, um, which is what led me to writing my book, Beautifully Broken. It's about me surviving divorce and a toxic relationship. And then I um, started my podcast and I started doing healing work. I got certified in Reiki and that led to also being certified in past life regression and doing um, life coaching work, working with people. I've been certified in hypnotherapy. So I started really just, I had this purpose and this mission that I really wanted to help people heal because I have been in the dark places and know like what it's like to struggle in life. And I just really wanted to help people realize you don't have to stay in that dark place. You don't have to struggle. There are tools out there to help you heal so that you can live an absolutely amazing life. And I am on this journey of continuously learning and growing and healing. And my mission now is just to share this with others and to help them. So I'm currently hosting this podcast, Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness uh, Weekly. And I wrote my book that came out last year. And I'm doing, uh, I have my own business on the side doing coaching and readings and Mm -hmm things for people and i am absolutely loving it oh that's awesome i'm so also um you know inspired by your your mission to heal other people through your journey through your stories through experiences that you've gathered um so far in life that is really inspiring and motivating even for myself um as a person to help other people in one way or the other in the capacity in which i can so um you know i was reading through the the great reviews of your book on amazon your book is titled um, Beautifully Broken, The Spiritual Woman's Guide to Thriving After a Breakup or Divorce. So can you talk to us about the experience you know, leading to the divorce or you know, also the experience of you know, going through this um, painful divorce experience? Sure. So I, um, I got married when I was about 24 and mm-hmm. it was a very fast, quick relationship. I The person that I was married to was what I would call narcissistic and I think also had some mental issues like bipolar, but I didn't know it at the time I met him. And so like in all of those kinds of relationships, he was love bombing me at first. You know, I was the most amazing person he'd ever met and beautiful and all of these things. And then um, he had this side to him that It was like he had two distinctly different personalities. One was very kind and sweet, and the other was just the total opposite of that. And I would get called names and um, put in chokeholds and just different things. And it was when I was pregnant with my twins that I really kind of spiraled downward. I just went into a depression, really, because now on top of 
dealing with someone who wasn't treating me as well as he should have been. I had two babies to take care of, and it was a lot of work. And so about the time they were about a year old, I was in a pretty deep depression. My family said, you are like a zombie. You were there, but you weren't really there. Like you weren't really present. You know, you had this kind of stare and we knew that you, you kind of had disassociated, I guess. And I realized that I didn't want to live my life that way. And it wasn't fair for my kids to have a mom who wasn't really present with them or enjoying their, their childhood. So I decided that I had to leave and it was tough. It's hard to get out of those kinds of relationships. It's really tough. But I left, and at the time, I didn't have a job. I had a degree in business and German, and I was a finance manager uh, for about a year before I got married, and I hated that job, too. It just was not fulfilling for me at all. So around that time, I went through what I would call like the first of the awakenings that I had that I wasn't enjoying my life, and I needed to do something to change it. Yeah. So yeah. I, uh, I went to counseling. I also went back to school to get my teaching certificate because I substitute taught for a while and I really liked that. So I had two twins at home who were a year old, a little over a year old. I went back to school during the evening and I substitute taught during the day. And about a year I had my teaching certificate. And uh, I, all this time also was having to deal with like all of the debt that my ex-husband, like he ran up my credit cards and just different things. And, and then uh, things got a little bit better, but it was always tough because when you have to co-parent with someone who's very toxic, it's all mm. about control and, and how can I control you through the kids. Mm. So that mm. was very tough. So my book is all about, it's my story talking about different things that have happened to me and how I got through it. But it's also the things that I've learned along the way and the tools and the tips. There's a lot of journaling prompts in there that helped me to realize that you know, divorce wasn't a death. Divorce, in my case, was new life because mm-hmm. I was not enjoying my life at all. And for me, it was a way to redefine who I was and to realize Divorce doesn't have to be a death sentence. Divorce can actually be a good thing yeah. if you choose to look at it from a different perspective. If you choose to look at it and say, well, okay, that part of my life didn't work out. Now, how can I take what I've learned from that and make myself even better? So it's all about learning and growing. And um, there's a lot of humor in the book. I use a lot of Karen jokes because I feel like Laughter helps us to process emotions a lot better. So there's some laughter, there's part of my story, and then there's also some really good background resources like attachment styles and what are healthy relationships, what are they supposed to look like? Because if you're like me, who grew up with divorced parents, my parents divorced when I was three, I didn't know what a healthy relationship should even look like. So Mm -hmm. for me, I had to unlearn everything I learned growing up and I had to go out and actually teach myself with the help of mentors and teachers and online classes. I had to teach myself what I did not know, which was how to thrive and how to form healthy relationships with myself. Cause a lot of it was about learning self-love. I didn't love myself. And after that relationship, 
it got worse, you know, because I was put down all the time. So I just felt like I wasn't worth anything and I had to build myself back up again. So a lot of it's just learning self-love. So how did you work on your your self-confidence and your self-love after this painful split? That's a really great question. Yeah, so I found some coaches out there and some mentors. I went to counseling, which was great. Um, But for me, counseling is more about what are you feeling and how did your past bring you to where you are? And there wasn't a lot of, there were not a great deal of helpful, actionable steps of how are you going to change this? That's where my coach came in and said, okay, well, we know why you do the things you do, but how can we now fix that? How can we go back and and redefine who you are? And so a lot of that work was um, looking at how I really saw myself, what I really felt. I had to get really honest with myself. How do you really see yourself? And then I had to shift that thinking through, a lot of it's through like journaling work, through guided meditations, through um, what's called EFT, emotional freedom technique, where you tap out, you tap on the the pressure points and get out the deeply rooted emotions that you have. Because a lot of it, we don't even always know why we feel the way we do or what we're feeling because it's so deeply rooted within us. And so I had to like tap all of that out. I did, like I said, a lot of journaling work and affirmations where instead of I had to learn how to shift my mindset and instead of telling myself you're not good enough you're not this you're not that I had to be my own internal cheerleader and I had to change that internal record and I had to say you are good enough you're worthy people love you you're amazing I had to talk to myself in a way that was completely different than I ever had before and a lot of people feel funny doing that but that's absolutely what you have to do because it all starts with you. Yes. So you have to, um, you know, talk to yourself positively. Have positive self-talk. So in order to, yeah. So, so what's this um, ETF? Is that w- um, where you touch part of your body, for example, and, you know, yes, um, yes. it talks yourself also? Yeah. Yes. And, and it's part of um, the practice. A lot of people who practice NLP right now, they do that. Um, But I just learned it through my coach who said, hey, you should try this. This is really helpful. And she just pointed Mm -hmm. me to people on YouTube who had videos and so I could do that. And then I got certified in hypnotherapy. And that was part of the one of the lessons was in EFT and how to take people through EFT. And I've seen really dramatic change with people. I work with clients who have a lot of money fears you know they have fears surrounding money and so we use that EFT to really get to their fears and say okay what is your fear okay now on a scale of zero to ten how bad is your fear and we're going to take it down to zero and it really does they they feel better afterwards from doing those tapping those tappings ah okay is this related to um, Reiki treatment also because I know you are a professional or you practice this um Reiki treatment yes so, ah, okay. yes, and Reiki is a, a great way to heal, too, because every time we have something happen to us that, mm. you know, makes us feel bad, it depletes a little bit of our energy. And so Reiki mm. is an ancient Japanese healing technique that uh, is based on universal life force energy. We are all made of universal life force energy, and it gets depleted a little by little every day just mm. because when you live life, that happens. 
and it helps you to restore all of that energy. And what people tell me is it feels like one person described it as the feeling when you eat uh, cool peppermint and how you get that cool feeling in your throat and it just yes. feels like oh, very relaxing. Because it feels like that throughout your whole entire body. And, you know, mm. it helps you to relax and to sleep really well and get out all of those toxins. And uh, when energy gets trapped, sometimes it can cause physical illnesses and ailments in the body. So Reiki really does help with that. Dear friend, you can grow your personal and business brand by creating a strong network through podcasting. Create real human connections, have the ability to share your story and interesting point of view. To get started, you can make use of the special offer for friends of this podcast, which is on kitcaster.com slash mirror. K-I-T-C-A-S-T-E-R dot C-O-M slash M-I-R-R-O-R. The link and further instruction or details will be found in the show notes for this episode. Thank you. Don't forget to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts, or whatever platform you listen to this on. Thank you. Okay, but is that something I can do for myself or I have to, you know, get across to an expert like you to help me out with um, Reiki treatment? You can do Reiki. You have to be attuned to Reiki, but anyone can do it. You know, anyone can do it. So if you learn how to do it and you get attuned, you can do Reiki on yourself. Mm. But it does take uh, learning how to do it and then being um, attuned to it in order to do it. But I always tell people, you can clear your own energy. You can do that. You don't have to use Reiki to do that. Um, I have on my YouTube channel a free guided meditation for energy clearing. And really, it's just envisioning energy coming down and clearing all of the toxicity in your body. And anybody can do that. You don't have to be a professional healer to clear your own energy. Everybody has the ability to do that. Wow, that's awesome. So I'm going to place the link to your YouTube channel and also, most importantly, your Amazon book um, in the show notes for this episode. So anyone who is interested, every listener out there could just, you know, copy the link or click on the link and order your book and, or, or watch the um, meditation videos on, on YouTube. That would be so great. That would be awesome. Yeah, and I'll, I'll give you a link too so that if your listeners want to just pick up a free chapter of my book just to try it, they can click yes. on it and get a free audio chapter of my book. Oh, that's great. That's, thank you so much. That would be awesome. That would be great. So in, earlier you made mention of, you know, you, you mentioned of mind shift. So can you tell me about, you know, like the three biggest mind shifts that we could, you know, um, go on or do in order to, you know, build a better relationship with ourselves or with others, you know, even after um, or especially after a divorce or a painful split or a breakup or whatever kind of emotional trauma that we have gone through? I think the biggest mind shift is letting go of fear. Everyone, we all have fear because fear was a type of energy that served us when we were young. You know, you reached out and you touched something and it shocked you. And so you didn't do it again because you had that fear. Oh, that'll happen again. It was to keep you safe. But as we get older, the fear doesn't keep us safe anymore. It keeps us stuck. It keeps us from going out and starting that podcast. It keeps us from writing that book, from changing careers or for getting out there and dating again because we're afraid to do it. So getting rid of fear is one of the biggest 
mindset shifts you can do. And what I always tell everyone is I have faith and trust that the universe always has my back and is Mm -hmm. always working behind the scenes to bring me what's for my highest good and divine timing. And Mm -hmm. everything is always going to work out perfectly for me no matter what. So if I believe that, I don't have anything to fear. Yes. And if I connect to my intuition and trust my intuition, which will never steer me wrong, then I don't have anything to fear. Hmm. Everything is going to work out for me for good, no matter what. Yes. I love that. Yes. <laughs> I love that. I'm always going to recite that every time. Everything is going to work out for good. For my good, for my good, actually, um, no matter what happens. Yes, yes. That's awesome. When, you, when you're afraid, it's like you're not in alignment with mm. your higher self and with the universe because we, we already have a blueprint for our lives. Everything is already mm. for us. What's for us is coming to us, and we just have to relax. And when we're afraid, we're actually pushing it away because we do things, we make decisions that are not for our highest good. But when yeah. we can learn to let go and relax and mm. like you said sometimes it just takes that saying over and over to myself everything's coming to me for my highest good it's working out then you yes. can let go of the fear because all fear does is make you miserable yes that's that's true that's very true but you know um you know these broken relationships and um uh, you know um divorce or breakups and um, you know come or involve a lot of pains a lot of mistakes that happen you know during the old relationship that caused the you know the breakup or the divorce. Um, how do you learn to how do you learn to forgive yourself and others or the other person um, in order to experience peace and in order to let go of the fear and in order to enjoy or um, experience emotional healing? How do you do that? How That's do you a forgive? really good question because it's not always easy to do. But in my book, I take you through several things you can do for the forgiveness piece. And forgiveness is so important because when you get angry and you're upset with other people, you're not punishing them. It's like you're drinking poison and expecting the other person to die because Mm -hmm. you're only punishing yourself because those emotions, the anger, the resentment, whatever you're feeling, those are very heavy. They make you miserable. Mm -hmm. And those can actually manifest into illness in the body. And I've seen it happen when you're very angry and upset and resentful with people. Those can make you physically sick. So it's important to let go of those things. And there's there are a couple of things you can do. In my book, I have some prayers that you can do. There's a specific archangel who works with healing emotions and forgiveness and transmuting those feelings. Um, the, the first thing I would say, though, is remember that everyone is human. Yeah. We're all human. Um, mm-hmm. And so everyone is going to make mistakes. Not everyone has your highest good in mind. And mm-hmm. um, you can't control what someone else does. You absolutely have no control over what someone else does. What you mm-hmm. do have control over is how you react to it. And mm-hmm. if you want to give someone power, react to them. That's how you give away your power is in reacting to them. So the best way, because I talk about this because my ex used to always try to like push my buttons and get me to explode and react because it was gratifying to him to Mm. see me upset. Mm. And when I finally learned, and it took me a long time, and this is one of the things I say in my book, I learned that when I stopped having a reaction to him, Mm -hmm. when I just stopped and didn't care, 
he stopped trying to push my buttons because it was no longer satisfying for him because he didn't get the reaction he wanted. And it's the same with other people. Like if you have someone who's constantly making you upset, stop allowing that person to number one, live rent free in your head. And number two, take away your power because that's every time you get upset and get mad and react to someone, you're giving away a little bit more of your power and your energy. You're depleting your energy. So stop doing that. And if you need to forgive, forgiveness of yourself is probably one of the most important pieces out there. And you just have to realize, I always say, I didn't have the tools I needed at the time to know that what I was doing was wrong or to do better. Now I know better. I'm going to do better. And so I forgive myself for not knowing any better. And there's a really great exercise you can do. You can write a letter to your higher self mm. and say everything you need to say. Or you, if you're not a writer, because I know some people say, I don't like writing. That's fine. Yeah. Just picture yourself, a picture of you in your mind's eye and say everything you need to say to yourself. You don't have to say it out loud. You can just think it. But you can yeah. say, you know, I forgive you for all of the mistakes you made when you were still learning. That's the key. You are still learning. Now that you know better, you're going to do things differently. Yes. Yes. Wow. But is it ever possible for us to forget? You know, there's always something to forgive, but then um, how can we, you know, let go of this past totally without having to remember it from time to time? You know, remembering it sometimes hurts you when you, if it just flashes through your memory, you just feel hot again and the old pain um, kind of comes back again. How do, you for, how do you forget? So here's one thing you have to remember. We absolutely have control over our thoughts. So when mm. your thought comes in, you can acknowledge it and say, okay, but then think of something else. Distract yourself because you can choose to focus on that thought and keep going with it. And then you'll go down this emotional rabbit hole where now you hate yourself again and you're remembering all the things. Don't do that to you. You're just torturing yourself. And when you forgive, let go, let go completely. So when that thought comes up, just say, okay, I acknowledge that happened. And now what I do to distract myself, gratitude, five things in front of me right now. I'm so thankful that I have. And then I focus on what I'm, what's coming to me. Oh, I can't wait. I'm going to be going on that beach vacation. I'm going to be buying my dream home. Even if it's things, you know, you don't have the money for yet. You can still say, I know it's coming in divine timing. So really what I think people don't understand is you can absolutely choose to shift your thoughts. That's a choice we have. You're either choosing to dwell on what happened and then go down that rabbit hole, which is miserable, or you're choosing to say, You've got to mind your mind. You've got to pay attention to your thoughts and say, oh, that's not a good thought. I always say rewind, delete, get rid of that thought, and then Mm. replace it with better thoughts. So you can either do the gratitude, which is an easy way to get out of that mindset, or think of a very happy memory. When Mm. I was five years old and I got the Barbie dream house for Christmas and I woke up and I was so excited and get very (laughs) vivid with it, like, I remember I could smell hot chocolate, make, you know, all of those things get very, the colors, the smells, the sounds, yes. that shifts your mindset as well. Mm. Oh, that's a good technique. Like shifting your mindset, like or shifting your thoughts from 
um, having that painful um, feelings or thoughts again to something beautiful to you, yeah, a wonderful memory that you've had or something that you have you are looking forward to in the future. Yes, and you will find that you eventually get to the place where those old memories that used to haunt you, when mm. they come up, like for me, talking about my past marriage, and I was like, there is a time that that would have been very raw for me, and talking mm. about it would have made me cry and upset. Now mm. I can talk about it and not be that way because I understand that there was a purpose for my pain, mm. and it served its purpose. It shaped yes. me, and it made me who I am now. And I don't have to keep living in that negative thought. I don't have to see my ex-husband as a horrible person. I can see that he was a human with flaws who actually served a purpose in my life, who came here to teach me things about myself. And he did that. He did his job. He taught me what I needed to learn and more and helped me grow. And I would never be here doing a podcast, writing a book, opening my own business if I had never gone through what I went through with him. So would you say you've been fully able to, you know, forgive him, like to let go of everything or every way has hurt you in the past? Would you, would you say that? Yeah. So I'm not going to say that you will never have emotions that come up with things. You know, they will, they still will because it's very deeply layered. It's like an onion. You peel away mm. one layer and there's another mm. one. And mm. emotions are the same way. It's going to come up. But when yeah. it does, that's just a signal for you to do more of the healing work, which means mm. do a guided meditation, do a tapping, mm. um, do some gratitude work. Another thing, there's a lot of journaling work you can do. And I teach about that too, where you can say, okay, this happened to me. Look at it like if you were reporting on an accident. Okay, yeah. this man turned left and I went right and we hit each other. Mm. Take the emotion out of it and just write down what happened. What happened in that situation? And then look at it like a third-party observer. Like when you do that, it takes the emotions out and you can see what it was all really truly about. And you can yeah. say, okay, did I act with my highest intention? Did this person? Well, we're probably both a little bit at fault. Okay, mm. so how can we make this better? And if it's yeah. a past thing, you can just look at it and say, okay, what was I supposed to learn? And sometimes mm-hmm. it's a lesson in learning to let go of people who aren't serving you. Yeah. Sometimes it's about um, learning to forgive and just forget. Forgive and forget is a big, important lesson in our lives, not holding on to things. Yeah. So it's, it's a process. It's, like it's gradual. Yes. And with time, it's not yeah, going to happen yeah. overnight. <laughs> It is yeah. a process and, and there are tools. Once you have the tools, you keep working it because, yes. you know, there are still times that emotions come up for me too. But that just mm. means, oh, mm. here's another layer that I need to, to heal. And yeah. uh, we'll be doing that for the rest of our lives because that's just what this journey is all about. But you can, it gets easier, it gets faster, it gets better. And you know, there are way more good days and positive days than the bad stuff that comes up. I believe that. I also believe that. So now we've, we've learned to, you know, forgive, to forget. We've learned to, you know, um, you know, I, I have this, you know, self-confidence in ourselves again, self-love for ourselves again. But, you know, after experiencing such, you know, such, such sin, such a painful split, how do you open up yourself and invite more love into your life? How do you do that? <laughs> That's a good question too. 
Um, yeah. And also a process. So again, working on the self-love because mm. what I tell people is your energy attracts people before you do. And so when you walk into a room, if you don't love yourself, your energy kind of screams out like, hey, don't pay attention to me because I'm not really that great. But when we work on our energy and we work on self-love, when you learn to love yourself and know that you deserve better, you won't put up with people who come to you with bad energy and, you know, the energy vampires, those kinds of people. When they come to you, you'll see it. You'll see the red flags much sooner and faster and you'll listen to it. Because probably you saw the red flags before and you just chose to ignore it. Now you'll see it and go, nope, okay, I'm not wasting my time with this. But also your energy is attracting in the right kind of person too. And what I say is work on healing your heart chakra. You know, I have a free heart chakra guided meditation on my YouTube channel as well that you can work on getting rid of the blocks we put up around our heart. Because we do that. We tend to put up armor because we're afraid of getting hurt again. So mm-hmm. let go of that. Do the tapping for the fear. That's It's the fear that you're going to get yeah. hurt again surrounding that. Mm-hmm. So do the tapping to let go of the fear. Mm-hmm. And then also talk to the universe. Have a conversation with the universe. I tell people, sit down and write what you really want in a partner. And I do a whole chapter in my book about this. Write down what you want in a partner. Because we will say sometimes, like, just send me somebody. Do you want just anybody? Or what do you want in a partner? You know, it's like if you go to McDonald's, you know exactly what your order is and what you want on your burger. In the same way, let the universe know this is what I would like in a partner. Not talking about the physical aspects, but, you know, someone who's loyal, kind, doesn't lie, things like that. And then thank the universe that he's already or she's already with you. You already have the partner of your dreams because what's meant for you is coming to you and it's already with you. It's just about when that person's going to show up in divine timing. And most of the time, it's about divine timing. They may be learning lessons. You're still learning lessons. You don't want to show up too early when you're not healed because then you may push that person away or whatever. So you want to heal yourself. You don't have to be completely healed, but you want to heal yourself and then be open, open to receiving what the universe wants to bring you because you deserve to be loved completely and deeply and, and there is someone out there for you. So you have to wait to the moment you've healed yourself to the point that you can accept someone else into your life. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. If you, you know, if you're not, if you have all of these fears still, what happens is your partner does something that triggers you because you think, oh, this is just like that my ex-partner. And True. then you start reacting in a way that pushes that person away. So you've got to make mm-hmm. sure that you're healed to a degree. You know, a lot of people will jump from one relationship to another and, and, what they don't realize is they're repeating the same patterns of behavior over and over again. You've got to stop and say, okay, what am I doing? How am I showing up in a relationship that's causing the, the issues that I see? Because it takes two people to have a relationship. So you're equally responsible for the things that happen in a relationship. Yeah. And yes, one person may do more things than another, but you're also reacting to it. So for some people, it's you've allowed yourself to be treated in a way that's less than what you deserve. So mm-hmm. you have to take a look and say, okay, how am I showing up in relationships? And is there anything I'm doing that I'm attracting this type of person? And usually it's you attract them, but then you don't stand up for yourself and say, either treat me the way I deserve to be treated or I'm gone. 
Yeah. And that's kind of a big mistake that a lot of people, especially who are people pleasers, they make. Yeah. Wow. That's so awesome. I've, I've learned a lot from you already from relationships. And yeah, I'm going to apply all of this into my relationship and yeah, with myself, with every other person out there. Wow. Thank you so much. So can you, can you tell me about your Awaken, uh, Awaken Your Awesomeness podcast and what are listeners supposed to look forward to you know, when listening to this podcast? So it's all about topics on spirituality and self-improvement. So we have topics like mindset shifting. Um, just like what we've been talking about today, there's episodes that are on forgiveness and how to forgive. I have episodes where it's just me talking about different topics. Uh, and I have a lot of guests who come on too, and they talk about anything from um, how to look at things from different perspectives to mm. how to heal emotional trauma. So many great and amazing topics, and there's something new and different all of the time. Yeah. Oh, good. That's good. So um, I'm going to also place the, show, um, the link in the show notes for this episode so everyone could um, visit your podcast, listen to the episode, and, um, you know, be be blessed by by the by the episode that has been released by Melissa. Thank um, you. That so was so much. great. So earlier you, you said your, your mission is to to heal other people and this you, you have for this you have your you know the life coach program and you have other platforms in which you use to reach across to people. So can you share about this um, life coach program and how can people be blessed by by your life coach program? Sure. Thank you for asking. So I have a it's called the 30 day purpose intensive and it's 30 days of coaching with me, and I work with people on everything from people wanting to lose weight and love their bodies more and look better and be healthier to people who want to change careers. And so we, we look at what is their purpose in life and, and what are they supposed to be doing and how can they get there to people mm -hmm. who uh, just want to have a more positive mindset and attract better things yeah. into their lives to people who mm -hmm. want to heal emotional trauma. I deal with all of that, and with my hypnotherapy, I can even help people uh, quit bad habits like smoking and things like that, or, or get over phobias or anxiety. Uh, anxiety is a big one that I help a lot of people with because anxieties are often related to trauma. Uh, the brain really does function differently after you've been exposed to trauma, and so we do a lot of things to help shift the, uh, the way that the brain processes after you deal with trauma. Um, yeah. And I also have some online courses, too. I, if you uh, really want a great nugget course for building self-love, I have a 10-day intensive self-love course. It's online. It's a hybrid of videos, journaling, and lessons. And it's $20. And it's yours okay. to keep forever. And it teaches you how to shift that internal voice that's so critical and start talking more positively about yourself, how to set healthy boundaries, how to call more passion into your life. That's a really awesome program I'm very proud of. Um, I also have a Love Your Life program, which teaches you how to incorporate little things like EFT, meditation, working with your angels, um, living a healthier lifestyle. Also talks about setting healthy boundaries. It's 23 daily lessons that are also online that you do on your own. Plus in that course, you get two one-on-one -on -one sessions with me for coaching. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, I've got a lot of great stuff out there. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot. But we, we can find all of this information on your, on your website, melissaoteman.com. Yes, exactly. Right. 
Yes. Also, in the show notes for this episode, please just copy the link or click on the link and get across to Melissa to, uh, you know, enjoy from our life coach program and listen to our podcast and enjoy from the numerous wonderful work that she has that is just meant for you, for your healing, for your improvement, for self-love. Just wonderful things that you could benefit from that. Thank yeah. you so much. So, um, you know, due, due to the, you know, COVID pandemic um, that we are going through and it's almost over by God's grace, um, I would like to ask how you have been coping with this, you know, as a single mother of twins who also runs a business and other ventures. You know, you have all of these programs, you have everything working for you and you have your, your kids to take care of also. What, what has the pandemic taught you as a single mother, as a teacher, as an entrepreneur, as a podcaster, as everything uh, you are? So I think the pandemic really taught us how to slow down and how to appreciate what we have. Because for so many of us, we go through life at 100 million miles a minute, and we don't really appreciate what's in front of our faces. And a lot of times that's the people who are in our lives. It's the things that we have. A lot of people lost jobs, and they they didn't really appreciate the security that they had. Um, And I think that for me personally, the pandemic was a wake up call for me to really take a look at my life and say, okay, am I doing everything that I want to be doing right now? And for me, I ended up working with a business coach because I thought I need to get my platform out there and more people. I need to really work on my mission right now. Mm -hmm. And I need to also spend more quality time with my family uh, my mother was also dealing with an illness here this time. So we were busy like taking care of her and then with my kids. And so for me, it taught me to appreciate what I have and to really make sure that I'm living an authentic life, the life that mm-hmm. I want to be living. And if it's not, what do I need to do to change that? Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's, that's a great lesson. That's a great lesson. So, you know, from, from your, from years of experience and um, from working and also life experience, um, is it, are there like some lessons that you would love to you know, pass across to the listeners? Something that you've seen in the lives of a lot of your clients before that's common or maybe a mistake that a lot of people make that you would love to, you know, um, pass across to the listeners out there to say, hey, avoid this or don't do this or just a, a life lesson that you would have to pass across. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is you do not have to continue making the same mistake just because you've spent so many years invested in it. Hmm. Change can be scary, but it's absolutely necessary. I see so many people stuck in bad marriages or jobs they hate, uh, living where they don't want to live, you name it, just staying and doing the same thing over and over and over again. And Hmm. isn't that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing (laughs) over and over again and expecting different results. So I think a lot of people are afraid to change and they don't want to spend the money or the time that it's going to take to do it. You Mm. need to invest in yourself. You were not meant to come here and be broke, unhappy, unfulfilled, feeling stuck. That's not why we came here. We came here and it's your birthright to be happy, to be joyful, to be abundant. And a lot of people are not living that way. And my advice to you would be to say, you're worth the change 
and the amount of time and money invested in making that change. And you're never too old. Your dreams never expire. Hmm. Awesome. Thank you so much, Melissa, for your time. I really appreciate everything I've been, I've been able to learn from you today. I've been so blessed. Thank you so much. Thank you so, Thank you so, so much. much. I'm equally blessed. Wow. You made it to the very end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I'm grateful for your time, your love, and your contributions. Subscribe, like, review, and share this podcast. God bless you. Bye.